0: checking connections checking 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 and checking hey guys beautiful day to you all out there as we are live again to host another edition of brand moments with destiny yeah brand moments with destiny this time until you know such a time where kick on and move to the next big thing right So yeah guys my name is Destiny and I'm your host at Brand Moments Today we'll be hosting um, the founder and CEO of Onibata Mall where he will share with us his story and how he started his brand you know and all those journeys if you remember and recall again Brand Moments is a session where we talk about I mean where brands, indigenous brands come to share their story starting from where they started so that the troubles, the troubles, the fights, the sleepless nights and all of those obstacles they faced all those while can inspire you or someone you know, you know who is maybe in that same condition or situation or who is also trying to find his own path, you know to keep going the person can learn a thing or two, you know and um, we just keep on going again, brand moments where at some point we will extract these videos you know, convert it to um, an audio and put it on our podcast channels as well. So, brand moment is is what it is, and only but a Just join us, and uh, we are gonna start and kick this ball rolling. Like you know how I do. I have my notes with me, and I have my pen with me. So, we are gonna. I'm gonna take notes for real, cause and those people
1: who are creative out of Africa, out of Nigeria. It's always a privilege for me to stick with these guys, and this is not different. So I want to say thank you, guys, to those who would join us live, and to those who would see this session later on. I will just quickly invite this invite button more of them in live and cool the live. So yeah, here we go. Good evening. Hello, hello, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's a big pleasure to be meeting you finally. You know, so I'm just hoping your network would help us talk and have a good time. I think you're an amazing, i a little bit, guys, about Onibata more It's an amazing brand that seeks to revolutionize the um, leather and shoe industry in Nigeria. The idea is to band together several brands like that that does you know a lot of that all shoes and all that and create a safe haven so that all kinds of shoes you're looking out for. You know, the the beauty and ingenuity in this is these brands they focus on just one key um, industry. Shoes they cater to your feet. You know and that's that makes it interesting for me. So we're going to try again and see how we get him live so we can have discussion and see him share his story and we move from that. You know is story. I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Onibata Mall is aiming to become the black of Africa. And that is no small feat, my friend, because I know what it means to build a brand, from facts. Quick introduction. This is... Moses Ogunshola is okay. the founder and CEO of Onibata Mall. Onibata Mall is on a journey to doing great things, to so becoming um, a kind of, a, um, you know, a platform, a network for shoemakers, for brands that are into, you know, creating shoes. They make shoes. And these are in- indigenous brands making fantastic shoes with leather walks and all that, and that's brilliant. And go from what I read from your um, notes to us, is to be the examples of Nigeria, the examples of Africa. You know, and you guys have been working hard on this. And so, yeah, we are glad at Akira to be a part yes. of this trend. And we hope you guys will take it to the very end. In fact, that's why all of this is happening right now. Furthermore, um, Onibatomol is not just set to change the world, this session, Brand Moment, is a session where you talk about your troubles, your struggles, your the things that you've gone through, how you kept going, and how you're still going. All right. This session is not going to focus more on your success, but on your path and what brought you down okay. to this level. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a couple of questions so that you can talk to us. All right. Each question, maybe three, five minutes, and we'll keep moving, right? So can we meet you? Just tell okay, us a little okay. bit about you and your brand. Let's get familiar with you a little bit.
2: Okay, about myself, right. Okay, well, <laughs> my name is Moses Odushala. Sure like a lot of people know what that name, And uh, I'm the founder and the CEO of Unibata Mall. Personally, I'm into, um, I'm also a shoemaker, although I don't really practice the profession like that. So, and also, I'm a, I'm a digital marketer. Yes, I've, and also a social media um, marketing expert. So those are the things I'm into. And personally, I also work with other brands too. Apart from the fact that I'm running my brand and you know, I'm managing my brand and my team. I also work with other brands. I work with brands like Ruralink, Alu Farms, and some other agricultural firms, tech tech firms and you know, other brands. So I think that's that's just a brief introduction about me. So I kind of a business enthusiast actually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm going to to dribble down to Onibata Mall. Why did you choose to build a business in this field? I mean, someone as diverse as you are, I'm sure you could have done a lot of things. But why did you choose that you want to do shoes and then you have this vision of creating the Zappos of Africa?
2: What's the story? Okay, okay. So, well, let me start from the scratch. Actually, when we start again, during my vacations in school and all that, um, I enrolled in a, um, a footwear um, brand. Name. Actually, I have interest in shoes. Personally, I, I love shoes. Those that are close to me. Knows that I like shoes a lot. So, my plan, my, my vision was to like learn sho- shoe making and build shoes for myself. So, then I enrolled in a in a particular um, store like that, learning the crafts and everything. So that was when I discovered the gap. Like I noticed that a lot of footwear brands are not really in the power of uh, you know the power of digital. And you know, the current stage we are now, every business is every business is now going digital. Every business, even digital is the new world. So that was that was what I noticed then. So but that doesn't stop me from I was still focused on learning it. But at the same time, while learning it, I still discovered that I couldn't really, you know, cope. Like say, I felt this is this is a this is a huge gap and a lot of people that are close to my boss then i noticed that the class of people then most of them are not really focusing on you know putting their businesses online and all that so that was what um made me start on the bottom wall actually like to to create a, a platform whereby um i can connect footwear makers to customers so that was where we started with my team back then in 2019 that was what brought about the vision so uh, personally, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Tony Hish, the founder of Zappos, and you know Zappos is one of the biggest online shoe stores in the world. Yeah. So uh, since then, I started following him, and you know, a lot of their core values are the core values we work with. So, so that's, that's how I, the I, journey started, actually. Yeah, so that's if how I
1: take things from, from your journey right now, you, you find yourself in this school. <laughs> and you were fascinated by shoes and you wanted to just learn how to make even your own shoes and you know that's it but okay. somewhere along the line yes. you realize that there are several other brands who are into but they don't get enough exposure and you decide to create an ecosystem a space where these brands can showcase what they do you know it's like a market a mall where you have different locations and stuff only if an online mall all different brands can come on board you know work with you guys to show their products and their wares, and that's meant it and then you you start following some, someone who is extremely successful in shoe was, you know and you you have some consistency in the values and all that that's brilliant my friend because to be honest with you i think perhaps your brand is yeah, first yeah. your brand is the first i I've heard who wants to create a system like that that helps Shoemakers, you know, to be heard and all that. And we really need such to, you know, get going in Nigeria. Imagine what it can be if you build yeah. this backwards to a level where the whole world can start made in Nigeria, made in African shoes, leather walls, name it. Without, yeah, that, yeah, that's so true. They, We have payment systems, we have a lot of things, we have a culture, and this is becoming a reality. This leads me to my second question. You started in 2019 and you started working on this. Yeah, I know true. it's not it's not a day j- dream, you know? It's a journey. So tell me something. What are the key hurdles you had to deal with to make this dream a reality? Because I know it's formed in your head and you consistently saw this as something that needs to be done. So you must have had some hurdles, some things you had to deal with. Tell me a couple of those things you had to deal with for Unibat Amar to be what it is today.
2: Okay, so... Um, okay, so why... Okay, so why 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 starting the business? Like why why coming up then? The basic challenge like I had in my we started the business because we started the whole planning as a September 10 2019. So that was that was the um, that was when we started planning it. So the basic challenge I had while starting then was um, team team management. So that was the first challenge I had. Then when I started the business, I was so excited about launching an e-commerce store that we, um, you know, that would go viral and all that. So I started a team. I started adding people to the to the team. Like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of cre- because I started business as an undergraduate. So a lot of people that are that I feel they are kind of okay for me to start a business. I started bringing them to the to the extent that I ended up bringing about twelve people on the team. So it was too much for me to undo, and the responsibilities was too... Uh, that was the first issue I had. So I had, to like, I had to, like, trace my step back as an entrepreneur. I strategized, I felt, okay, fine, I don't really need much people. As a running business is not about bringing people, like, bringing so many people on board. It's about having the right people to, to, to run with the vision. So I had to reduce the number of people there, because I feel, although the business was running fine, a lot of people were seeing only better more than, but they didn't, they didn't notice what we are having internally. And every, to me, I believe that the external team people are saying about the business is a reflection of the internal structure of the business. So, um, I had to re-strategize like, the internal structure, reduce, I reduce some of my team members, I reduced it to the core people needed to undo the business. So that was when, and so that was the first issue I had then. So the other issue I felt I had was, you know, little knowledge. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't really gathered much knowledge in footwear making then. So i work with, was, was a difficult issue with myself and my team members then. So to, uh, I think one of the issues we had was bringing, some, we brought a footwear maker on board, then gave us a lot of issues. Brands we work with, because we put some measures in place in bringing footwear brands on board. So those are the basic issues I think we face them. But thank God now we are we are past through the stage. And you know, but, you know, every day we face challenges. And you know, as entrepreneurs, yeah, and community is the success of it. So.
1: That is correct. So if I make a summary, first of all, you had issues with creating a team that you can work with because you have too many persons coming on board, and at some point it was just too much. And it was not making a lot of sense because i, I think maybe the issue was the, it wasn't clearly defined what role these guys would play and it were conflicting interests and all of that so if that's a lesson something someone can take away from is if you are building your brand you do need people to work with but something you have to establish first is besides before bringing anybody on board define exclusively what these persons would be doing like do not create a brand because of someone you know or someone you see. Create a brand, um, create a team based on their functionality in your brand. And so when someone comes on board to want to work with you, the person is coming, coming on board because he has specifically so he has something specific to come and take out. Not just somebody who is there because, okay, he speaks good English. Or you look at him as fuzzies. No, if he's not skilled in some things, that person doesn't mean to be in your brand because that's going to take away from your energy. Also, you like you mentioned, it's key to learn the craft you need, first of all, yeah,
2: on your it's, craft. It's, that's true.
1: And be sure that you are ready, first of all, before you can bring people on board. Because in the end, your th- your, your 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 business will be tapping from your knowledge. You know? And that's and spreading to your team and all that. Okay, great. Um, I want to ask another question, though. What are the trade-offs you have to do? What are those trade-offs, the habits, that you have to give up for your business to be successful. Everybody has to give up something for their business. Some persons have to leave their spouse. Some have to leave home. Some have to abandon their inheritance. You know, some had to resign from their job. Some had to quit school. What are you trade off? What is you what is this major what is the major thing you have to give up? So that only about a more can have it? Okay,
2: so okay. Um uh, I, I I wouldn't say I really trade anything off, like currently. I would say most of the things that I I can say like I, I'm not really involved in. I've I've traded them off. I can't say I've traded them off already. Okay, let me let me come let me come to it this way. You know, growing up as uh, as a young man, um, you know I I was born into business. Yeah, let me say it that way. I was born into business. My mom is is. My mom is one of the. She's kind of popular in some area in Ibadan in Nigeria. Then she's she runs a successful business. So while growing up as kids, we're we're disciplined in a way to like to make sure we are managing our own business. So most times we don't really, you know, starting my own. I'm I'm kind of the, I'm the kind of person that I'm still stick with the values that I was brought up with. So um, I'm not really I'm, I can't say um most times so we are like focused on helping out to run our business so most of the time i'm not into watching football hanging out with friends and you know so many things like that even till now i think i'm just trying to like adapt to some social stuff so most times you know running most times i just spend most of my time on my business and you know personally i'm also into social media uh, management for some brands for some fans so most times I spend most of my time online and so those are just the working. things I, I can say the things I trade off. Yeah, working. And most times I, I read books. <laughs> so I can say most of the things I traded off were my um probably my I don't really socialize like that. So <laughs> but I'm just working on it, So those are the it. things I can but say we, I traded but, but off we, as you know as an we, entrepreneur, we, but move. Yeah
1: but since 2019 to let's say early this year when you really started working on your brand did, did it cost you some friends didn't it cost you some money you know did you not i mean make these that part of your trade-off you know and because i believe that every brand no matter how small it is will cost you at least minimum time time minimum
2: yeah so we we'll move on that, that, that that's that's yeah. true. That's true. Time, time, time is very, very. I, I, I would say that I would. I just, just sit on it an important point. <laughs> uh, time is uh, the running my brand with my team took a lot of my time because most times, um, if I'm, pre- I'm the kind of person that I travel a lot. At last week, I was still at Ibadon so um, I can be at Ibadon and and Ibadon is my. Let me say my home. Like that's my family's base. So most time, I don't even stay with my parents. Just go about visiting the footwear brands that we are working with to ensure that we develop a good relationship with them. So I go yeah. to their to their stores most personally to like check on them. So those are the things that I can say. You know, my time and also most times uh, uh, I'm the kind of person that I I review most of my plans. So most times I just spend my time checking the things that I've planned ahead for my business and also for you know. For the brands I'm working with, too, so I can say time is one of the things I traded off in my business. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: I mean, I realized that. Back. So tell me, what what through this period from 2019 when you guys started working on on, on a Mall down to when it became a brand like that could potentially su- survive and be big, what was your strongest pillar aside God? Because I mean, God is all our pillars. For some people, their pillar was their parents. You know, you have maybe you have parents who were always there pushing you, editing you on. Who gave you money, you know, to do stuff? for some it was your spouse who said against all odds, even though we don't have food in this house, you are going to succeed in this business. Yeah, that's you know?
2: true.
1: for some it was a mentor. What was your strongest pillar? Yeah, that's
2: true.
1: Early days where you were building on back and more.
2: Yeah. So okay, let me see that my. Uh, my pillar since I started then was, um, my friends, yeah, I have a lot of support, like most of my friends are very, very supportive, I must say this, most of my friends, they are very, very supportive. And, you know, I have a lot of entrepreneurs that we work together and we rub minds together, a lot of them. I can remember when I started Unibata the more then, I think some of them gave me like some capital to like start my business. So. Some of, you know, like I'd say my players, I mean, my friend and secondly, my parents. Um, although my mom is not really, I won't say she's really like, she's into, she's she actually based in nursing, like she's studying nursing before diverting into business. So she's not like really a business, um, you know, person like that. But at the same time, anytime time I reach out to her, she gives me advice and just feel as if <laughs> she knows the exact thing that is affecting the business currently. So she has been one of the people that have been helping me. And I can say she's one of the strong pillars that have, you know, and also my friends. So those are just the two. And the people that I really know that, you know, some people, you know that these people really care about you. So I don't joke with those set of people. So that's it.
1: All right, great, 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 great. Um, I would just ask you, for the sake of time, ask you one more question. And so we, then you give us a wrap on all of this. Um, so, what is the one basic thing you would do differently if you were starting on Ibata today? Look back, look at your mistakes, look at the hurdles you have to survive, look at how you have to make decisions, look at how you have to get back to your drawing board. What is the one major thing you would do differently today? Like instead of doing this first, I'll do this first. What is that one major thing you do differently today? If you were starting on Ibata now, right now?
2: Okay. Um, okay, one thing that I would do if I'm given the chance, to, like start over again, is um, um, I would improve myself on financial management. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really have issues with that because then, personally, I believe okay, probably because of my background. Uh, I don't really, I don't really believe in tracking finances like that. So most of the revenue we have. We just then spend it on others or spend it, I'm sure we spend, spend. So, but it really affected. At the long run, I decided that, wow, there are no savings and all that. So, I think if I'm to start again, I would really ensure that I take proper, but currently, I'm improving on it. No, I, I, I had to take myself on some courses on financial management, on, you know, when uh, we're talking about cash flow statement and all this balance sheet. And I don't take those things seriously, necessarily. And that, I think that's one of the things that is affecting so many businesses today. We're uh, right. we only focused on making profit, revenue, and all that. So, but I think it's it really affected me. So I think those are one of the things, that's, that's one of the major things that really affected me. You know, most times you might feel the business is progressing. But if you're not really tracking the financial aspect very well, you won't be able to, like, to graduate into another level. So yeah. that's um, the financial. So um, I have improved on it to the extent that I, uh, one of my, I, I, I deliberately assigned someone to that aspect of my team. So like, please, I want to ensure the financial structure is going very, very fine. So every every of our move is documented and every of our plan is going according and, you know, everything well-balanced. So I think if I'm to start again, I'll make sure that <laughs> I start on a good financial
1: sure that's that's massive because I mean a lot of brands do a lot of things like that and they can't measure what they're spending (laughs) and how they're spending that really 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 can keep you at the same level (laughs) but sometimes I mean unexpected expenses come around but if you don't know what your bottom line is what your revenue is versus what your profit is you're going to burn through everything and not be able to refinance your business, you know, and keep things going. That's a very good one. That's true. You know, I too have to take time to learn all of these things, all through other people's experiences and all that. All right, so tell me one thing what is your one key message to those entrepreneurs who are right now in the dugout, still in the obscure phase and trying to figure things out for themselves and how to make their business, you know, something? I mean, the indigenous brand guys. What is the one thing you... What's your one message to them? And I hope it's not... Hey, stay strong. You'll break
2: through. You can see it. <laughs> okay, so... Um, my, my advice to entrepreneurs you know, is that... Um, number one... Um, self-development is very, very, very important. Um, um, I, I, personally, I believe... I believe you can't really things can things can only be hard to you if you don't have a knowledge about it. Things can only be hard to you if you don't have knowledge about it. You know, what you don't or you don't know, you won't be able it to like gain off. mastery in that particular aspect. Yes. So to me I feel development is very, very important. Okay, currently now I'm taking a particular course for my business. Personally I'm not the one landing that aspect, but I feel I need to gain knowledge in that aspect so as to, you know, improve myself and know what is going on in that particular aspect. So self-development is very important. And number two, if you have an idea you're working on, it's better to um, to start um, preparing for the execution stage. Personally, I believe there's no idea that can thrive in the thinking stage. If you think, think, think about it, no matter how well you strategize, the idea can never be perfect while you're thinking about it. So it's better to, like, at least start you don't have to like start big, but start from where you are, start with what you have, and and you know trying to put why are why are why are like why are putting your idea out there? Try to also keep developing yourself and improving yourself. I, I can I can I can boldly say that when we started in more then on March I think that's 2020, a lot of things have changed about us, the way we address customers, the way we our customer service. I think one of the issues we had then was customer service because selling online is, is not something very easy. Trust issues, you know, Nigeria, we don't really trust ourselves. <laughs> so trust right. issues and all these factors. <laughs> so trust issues and all these factors. So, you know, when we started then, we don't really, I think we lost quite a lot of customers because of, we, we, don't, we, are not, we have not really improved on customer service. But as time goes on, we started developing ourselves, taking courses in my team on how we can improve our customer service for customers. And so that's why you see a lot of people credit our customer service in Moniba. We don't really we don't joke with customers. Because I think that's one of the things I, I learned from Zappos. You don't joke with their customers, customers first. So those are one of the things that have really helped me. So keep developing yourself and start. And number three, discipline. Discipline to me I feel discipline is way better than motivation. You can be motivated to do something And if you are not disciplined to do the right thing at the right time, you get it. You 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 meet yourself at the wrong place. So it's better to like stay disciplined. Whatever you want to do at a particular time, prime for your business, leave the time for fun and the time to know. I think this I I I I think that was one of the things I shared with my team recently. You know, at times you go on social media. We now have a lot of people creating content online, a lot of comedies and all this. When you go online, you can be stuck with those guys for like two hours. (laughs) <laughs> you will yeah. neglect yeah. the important things to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's very, very, it's very, very important to, to discipline. You know, okay, fine, you are motivated to like run your business. Fine. But you come online and you get stuck with um Chris Clown and Sydney Tucker and the like. So, you won't really do the, uh, so it's better to discipline yourself. Leave the time for these guys and also do the right thing. Address, meet, meet the right people, network with people, meet the people that um, run your business and all that. So I can't really share everything here, but I believe you are, you are so right. um, it's better you are so to just alright. start and you know, keep developing ourselves.
1: You are so very correct. <laughs> Thank you so much for having this minute with us. Um, I think in spite of the network, you know, you still came on and shared a couple of very very insightful things. Um, in case you don't know, I really did take notes. And I really review my notes because every day we learn from all angles. Wow. And for real, it doesn't matter who you're speaking with, where you think you are, but there is always something to learn. And I'm grateful you shared with me. And uh, this would also help me reinforce yeah. those things I know, especially because I have a, a, a group of young guys I speak to here in the US, you know, from time to time. And wow. uh, these are timeless blessings that we'll, we'll keep sharing and moving, that keeps moving. Because some of these things, for real, every entrepreneur on a type of this challenge you know it's, it doesn't true. matter that's what true. you're using it doesn't matter what you're creating there is a kind of thing that you face you know it might be you know it could be it will come in, in in terms of a friend that you have to speak with every day and you don't know that the two hours you spend with that yeah friend is true. why you're not building your brand you know, maybe you hold another job and you can't leave your job, but when you're done with the job, you call this friend and you're on the phone laughing and joking. At the same time, you could have been doing some, something about your brand that would liberate you from your nine to five later. It comes in different ways. discipline. No, it, it comes out of discipline and making the right choices. Because, like I said,
2: we yes. all have
1: to, to trade off something. It could be that you traded that friend and that time for your business because it will cost you something. It could be resources, it could be money. But, so yeah, thank
2: true.
1: you thank you so much thank you so much for having this minute with me on um, moment and um, I'm going to see you at the top yeah I really uh,
2: appreciate, it. Really appreciate so, this as so, well.
1: guys this is moment brand moment it's a place where it's, it's a live session where brands come to talk about their businesses and we have started these videos and turned them into podcasts and it across our channels. if you want to be on this brand there are a few things you need to do be um, an indigenous brand you create in Nigeria. It's, it's very important because Ekedia is all about what is made out of Nigeria. We do not do foreign products. But if you are not a Nigerian who is creating stuff and you are shipping from China or other countries, perhaps have is not the best way for you to reach your brand. But if you do stuff in Nigeria, we like to hear your story. We like to have you on Ekedia okay. as a marketplace. Yeah, uh, especially as the marketplace is not just focused on selling products, but we are more interested even in brands sharing their story, talking about what they do and becoming global deals. We started, you know, from somewhere and we are on our way to where we, we are headed. But we want every brand out of Nigeria. Just imagine a time where to buy local locally made products from Nigeria in the US or in the UK is a thing, is a breeze. Just as you buy from Amazon and it gets to you, you are shocked. You know, we want to create a system yeah, and help every true. local brand. So, if you are a brand out there, or you know a brand out there, you want to come on a moment. You want to, you definitely want to be on a schedule, and then you pick a time, you come on a moment to share your story and help other brands survive their own, you know, uh, journey. So, thank you again once more, Moses Bunchola. I'm trying to not done right, right?
2: Yeah, that's true. You're correct. So,
1: <laughs> thank you so much, and I'll see yeah, you so much. I'll see you again. Ok?